McDonald's chicken isn't just any chicken. It's chicken worth crossing the road for. It's tender, it's juicy, and now it's just $2. That's right. Now you can order six pieces of classic chicken McNuggets made with all white meat for just $2. And if you can't believe this amazing deal, add any size soft drink to your order for just a dollar more. Yep, your meal just got even better. Thanks to McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. A la carte only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to another epic edition of the Jerry Jones Show. Hosted by Jerry Jones, along with his sidekick, Kevin Anderson. Each and every episode is guaranteed to increase your profits and decrease your stress in dentistry. Welcome to the show. Epic, man. That's an epic introduction. It's our first radio show. We have an epic introduction, and this is going to be one of many radio shows that we do here on Blog Talk Radio, which is going to be broadcast uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Uh, This is Jerry Jones, and this is the Jerry Jones Radio Show. And today, um, me and my trusty sidekick, Kevin Anderson, one of our member ambassadors at Jerry Jones Direct, um, are going to be taking you on about a half-hour journey on how to opt out of commoditized dentistry. So, Kev, you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. We are rocking. Sweet. Um, so, Kevin's joining me from Southern Oregon. I'm up here in the kind of the central Willamette Valley, which is four or five hours, six hours, 10 hours, 20 hours north of Kevin down there in, uh, down in Southern Oregon. And um, this is our first show. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really stoked. We've got a huge topic to tackle today. And... Um, in addition to hopefully educational, we might, we might even be mildly entertaining, especially with my, my body for uh, radio and my voice for writing. We should be in really good shape. Nice. Kev, um, so you talk with dentists every day. Uh, I mean, you're working with doctors all over the United States. Um, you, you have, uh, I don't know, a half dozen to a dozen conversations or more every day, depending on what the day looks like. You're talking to doctors about what they're struggling with, um, what they're big challenges are. So why don't, I mean, we'll start here and then I want to dive into this commoditization of dentistry and, and I'm going to, I want to talk about what it is, why solo and small group GPs should be opting out of this whole process because it's a choice. You know, it is a choice. Everything we do in business is a choice. Uh, and then we want to talk about how to opt out, not just why, but how. So we're going to get into some specifics. But we've got 27 minutes left in this broadcast, Kev. So um, what, when you talk to doctors, what are you hearing? What are some of their big challenges? And I mean, this is fresh from the trenches. I know you just got off some calls this morning. So what are they yep. telling you? Um, straight from the mouths. Uh, it, it's constantly talking about the competition, talking about uh, um, difficulty in um, facing what uh, big dentistry is bringing in, and uh, the uh, one one question that I that I hear on a regular basis with doctors uh, facing marketing pieces that are lowballing the market, they say, "Well, I need to compete. I need to compete. I need to bring in new patients, but uh, I don't want to be that cheap dentist." And I don't want to be known as that cheap dentist. So doctors are really concerned about what um, what's changing in the marketplace because of the big dentist, cartel dentistry, and you know all of that that is coming in around them. 
Yeah, the the price thing is a big big deal, and I mean, you know, let's look let's look at it from the perspective of a dentist. Well, not a dentist. I've got an office here in Salem, so I mean, I see the same marketing pieces they do, particularly if they're coming from Aspen or I'm watching the TV commercials with you know Danica Patrick, and um, who who hasn't seen that commercial? Um, you know, they and who doesn't love that commercial? Oh, what's that? <laughs> and who, who doesn't, doesn't love commercial? that commercial? I love the commercial. Um, I really don't care for the message all that much. Um, I, I just uh, like looking at Danica Patrick. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I don't know many red-blooded American men. Women, too, I mean, can appreciate another uh, beautiful lady, but she certainly um, certainly gets your attention in the commercial. They were smart to use her. I mean, she's um, she's sort of a pop culture icon in a sense. I mean, there you know, there's other choices, but she was probably pretty reasonable, too. Maybe only a million bucks as opposed to two million or, or more for some of the other um, other folks that could have chosen. But this this price thing is a, is a big deal. Um, you know, you, we've got a dentist here in town, and I wrote about it on my blog yesterday. As a matter of fact, at JerryJonesDirect.com, uh, the blog post talked about a dentist here in Salem that runs nine hundred ninety nine dollar implant ads, and he's running them in Valpak. He's got you know, some crappy direct mail pieces going out to really no list in particular. They're just going to carrier routes, which is a huge mistake. Um, in other words, everybody in a zip code is getting this, this piece about implants. Well, you know, come on. Uh, not everybody needs implants or wants them, certainly in an entire zip code. But that's another topic for another day. But that's what, that's what other dentists are seeing. You know, they're seeing this, this, uh, they're, the pushing uh, of price and the focus being on price. So, I mean, let, let's look at this commoditized dentistry. So what is it? I mean, the, the, before we get, you know, too far down in the road. So um, you mentioned price. I mean, price begets a lower profit model, high competition model. It's a price-driven model. So commoditized dentistry really focuses around a price-driven business model. So you're not, you're not talking about service. You're not talking about quality. It's sort of, it harkens back to me to the days of Domino's Pizza. You know, you're going to get a fresh hot pizza in 30 minutes or it's free. Nothing is said about, is this real cheese? Is this, does this sauce have real tomatoes in it? Is it plastic cheese? Is the pepperoni from Zimbabwe, you know, made out of goat meat? I mean, nothing is mentioned about the quality of the ingredients. It's just fresh hot pizza, 30 minutes or it's free. So it's a focus on a delivery promise, right? Did I run over you, Kevin? Nope, nope, nope. I was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the deal. Um, so, I mean, Kev, there's, there's other areas though, in biz, uh, other areas in this commoditized thing, you know, when we're looking at commoditized dentistry, um, you know, one of the other things you and I hear about all the time is, or how the guests and the patients are sort of treated like cattle. Um, they have a low conversion rate, by the way, when they get, when they get people in, they're not converting a lot of people to treatment, certainly not to long-term patients. And they have high attrition rates. Um, uh, employees are sort of treated like cattle. They have high turnover rates. There's really no lifers. I mean, you and I both know dentists that have, that have employees that have been around since, you know, the practice was started, you know. Um, and, and so there's, you know, you don't have a lot of buy-in from the people that work in these corporate commoditized type practices. Um, what are some of the other things, Kev, you've seen in your own experience in, in looking at this commoditized dentistry stuff? Uh, certainly, certainly what you're talking about there and, um, the, um, uh, the buy-in of the, um, the patients and the, um, employees, but, uh, the loyalty and the long-term retention, uh, you know, I talked to some dentists who are doing great and they have had just like employees have stuck around a long time. They have had, um, they've had, uh, 
patients who have stuck with them for years and years, but uh, it's, it's becoming very difficult to get uh, the retention of patients and get patient loyalty. It's, uh, it's becoming a struggle. I would almost say loyalty is dead. I mean, you know, because when people start talking price, I mean, well, and I can prove loyalty is dead. And just by asking any dentist this one question, if you if you don't accept the popular PPOs, have you had patients leave? Yeah. I mean, I've had that conversation a hundred times over 20 years with doctors who tell me, you know, um, I dropped this PPO plan and I lost 15% 15% of my patients. Well, you better go get it back. <laughs> you better let those patients know because they voted with their wallet. Like it or not, they voted with their wallet. Now, oftentimes, if that experience that's provided in a practice is unmatched, I mean, if, if people are really treated well, patients are really treated well, like guests, like, you know, like your family, um, oftentimes their experience in a commoditized type uh, dental practice, you know, big chain, cartel dentistry, whatever you want to call it, corporate dentistry. I hate that name, but that's just used a lot. That experience is so negative, they come back. I mean, they they literally can't wait to get back to that family practice, the one that's sort of built around a doctor who is a, you know, is a community member. They participate. So um, do you think, Kevin, that in these commoditized practices, do you think that they're valued less by consumers? I mean, the kind of dentistry that's done you think there's they're valued less? The, I hope that uh, was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds uh, me of the, the podcast I did with Howard Ferran a uh, couple yeah, months ago. We're, we're talking along and I'm watching him on the screen, and all the... of a sudden his cat walks across yep. the screen in front of him. And I just started cracking up. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, do you think they're valued less by consumers, or do you think consumers place a higher value on a lower-priced option for dentistry? I think certainly the consumers um, place uh, place value on their um, on their experience, but like you said, when they're voting with their wallet, uh, they're not going to get that. And um, the the um, providers are not um, valued as much in those commoditized uh, practices. Um, in fact, I I think across the board, um, other than the dollar not a lot is uh, valued very highly. So, so you, you, I mean, for, for me, I mean, if I'm a provider I'm, and I'm not highly valued in a practice, I'm certainly not going to be interested in, you know, in sticking around. I'm going to do my best. We hope that they're going to do their best, right? We hope they're going to do their best treatment and I'm sure they do, but if they're not valued by the practice owner, they sort of they sort of delink and opt out themselves mentally, right? I mean, they're looking around, going, "My patients are treated like cattle," and I was told in dental school this isn't what we were supposed to do. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's they they come into at least at least every dentist that I have ever spoken to uh, loves loves what they're doing. They're um, they're proud of themselves as. Uh, um, uh, providers and uh, being good quality dentists. Um, and so when they're stuck into a situation where it's um, by their own accord or, um, uh, you know, the changes in the industry or are working in a car, you know, big dentistry um, situation, uh, I, I get the impression that they, they are mentally a little disjointed and a little disconnected because they're not happy with uh, how they're, being forced to treat patients just to just to get by yeah so i mean realistically you know when it comes right down to it um i think 
you know, commodity, you know, cartel dentistry, big chain dentistry, they're in the game for a different reason than solo and small group GPs. I say small group GPs because there are some phenomenal, we, you and I have some phenomenal members that, that have small groups, you know, five, six, seven docs, maybe two, three locations. And they're phenomenal. I mean, they really do focus on patient care. They're not running big cartel type offices or chain offices, and they're not focused on price. They're focused really on experience, which differentiates them and, and makes them different than some of the big mills out there. So, um, Kev, let's dive into this why opt out because we're 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 cranking down yeah. in the minutes here. But before we do that, um, for those uh, listeners that want to call in and get in on the conversation, uh, we do have a call in line. It's three two three eight seven zero thirty four eighty nine. Again, it's three two three eight seven zero thirty four eighty nine. So naysayers always go to the top of the line, as my friend Lars Larson at Portland Radio says. Um, so if you don't agree with what we're talking about, man, I'd, I'd love to have you on and, and, um, you know, you can put me in my place or, or we can have an intelligent conversation. I, I would love it. So three, two, three, eight, seven, oh, 3049 is our, is our uh, call in number. Kev, I should also mention, we do have some sponsors of our radio show that have given generously in time or money or neither. <laughs> um, uh, we've got, of course, my company, Jerry Jones Direct at jerryjonesdirect.com, and we have our franchise, Wellness Springs Dental Franchise. Um, August 5th is our next informational webinar. You can sign up for our webinar at the website, wsdfranchise.com forward slash webinar. Again, it's wsdfranchise.com forward slash webinar. That franchise is one way, Kevin, that you and I are on a mission with uh, the rest of the folks here at Jerry Jones Direct and Wellness Springs Dental to decommoditize dentistry for small group and solo GP. So, Let's hop into this why opt out. Why opt out of commoditized dentistry? Um, Kev, what, what do you think the biggest reason is why we really should be um, communicating this message of, you know, you don't have to be lumped in with the rest of these uh, morons who are, I shouldn't say morons. I'm sure there's some really nice people. The rest of these folks um, that are pushing this business model, this price focused um, business model that we've been discussing. What are, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> was that a Freudian slip or what? Um, why opt out, Kev? Why do, why do you think? Uh, out because there are alternatives. Um, it, it, opt out, um, I think, um, quite simply because once they realize um, what it is, uh, that they can, that they simply can opt out. Um, and there are avenues that will help them not be pigeonholed and lumped in and to be able to compete. Yeah. You know, that's one of the biggest frustrations that, um, that I hear uh, our members talk about and others who are, who are interested in, in this process and not being, like you said, pigeonholed or lumped in um, is, you know, look, when, when you're competing against Aspen and Danica Patrick, I mean, who on your team is going to, you know, is recognized as Danica, who on your, and, and how deep are your pockets? Um, you know, you look at Aspen, they've got millions of dollars. They've got hundreds of practices. Heartland's got hundreds of practices. Um, Comfort Dental's got hundreds of practices. And it's tough being a one-man band or a small group and trying to compete against the local Aspen, Heartland, or Comfort, or Perfect Teeth, or on and on and on. So, I mean, you know, not only to get lumped in, but it's tough to compete against them. So they've got more locations, more resources. And here's probably, I think, Kevin, the worst part. They want your patience. They don't give a rat's rear end about you and your net income. They don't care. They want your patience. Um, I don't know how to put it any more bluntly than that. Um, so, I mean, looking at it from that perspective, you, gotta, you should opt out. That's why you should opt out. You're not going to compete with them. So why, why pigeonhole yourself and get lumped into, oh, you're, a, you're part of a chain. 
uh, or you, you know, you're nothing special. You're, you're just another dental practice. Um, let's, let's go to, let's go to talking about really how to opt out. And I'd like to, I think we'll spend the last part of our show today talking about this, how to opt out, because really when it comes right down to it, you and I can have a conversation about, Oh, what, what is commoditized dentistry? Why is it bad? Why is it good? Uh, why opt out? But when it comes right down to it, our listeners really want to know how in the heck to opt out. Um, and, and I think that's where you and I should, you know, focus our next, our next 15 minutes or so on. So, um, where do we start, Kev? Where do we start? Um, How do we opt out? How do we declare our independence? And exactly that it's, it's, it's independence. It's, um, it's a choice. It's a mentality, um, that you are going to do something different to stand apart and, um, and not be a victim of these trends. Um, there, there is opportunity uh, in the industry, even when there are changes going on, to do something different, to step outside of that mold. Um, and uh, quite frankly, um, the marketing can be different. It doesn't have to be the same thing that they're doing, even though they do big marketing. Well, and they're all focused on price. I mean, you know, when they're mm-hmm. focused on selling implants, ortho, um, you know, sleep medicine, you name it, whatever, it, whatever it is they're promoting, which by the way, they don't do a lot of niche promotions. Aspen is the only one I've seen do any niche dentistry promoting, you know, with their dentures. <clears throat> by the way, we have an ad. We've never ran it, but I'd love to. We have an ad that says we fix $399 dentures. Um, I, I want to run it, but I, I might get some flack from our docs. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, let's not even, let's not worry about price. Let's focus on end results. Let's focus on the benefits of great oral health care versus here is a, you know, $99 exam, x-rays, cleaning. Um, and by the way, that's all that's on the ad with the big smiling face of, you know, Danica Patrick. I keep talking about her, but it's hard not to. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the ads look all the same. They're all full color. They're gorgeous, glossy. You know, they were, you know, they probably cost a thousand dollars or more just for somebody to, to, you know, design the darn thing. Um, so, I mean, you know, that's, that's really saying, okay, I'm not going to do what they're doing. I am going to do whatever I see them doing. I'm going to do the opposite. So if I see them doing a big push for $399 dentures, I'm going to do a big push for a free denture consultation and, and selling a set of $3,500 dentures because I don't want to sell garbage. You know, um, they're trying to appeal to a different, uh, different demographic anyway. So you can also, you can also choose who you market to, not just what you market. So I think that's part of it. Um, what about, what about the, the mental space, Kev? I mean, you said, you know, we both said declare your independence and that's got to be part of it, but what about the mental preparation? Because before we can do something, we have to make a mental decision. We have to make, we have to decide before we act. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's, it's necessary to, um, to make that mental choice to, um, to choose to be independent, um, and, and to follow, follow a different path. Um, I, I do have to say this. I have to digress just a little bit. I've known you long enough. I know you'll run that ad someday. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it will happen. (laughs) I'd like to. Um, uh, but, so, I, but I believe they have to, um, they have to stand for something. Um, I mean, there, there are opportunities, um, in a community to, to do that, to stand for something, to, to support something, to support the community, um, it, you know, making that, um, mental decision, um, uh, to make a change. And like you say, do what they're not doing 
and, you know, get out there into the community and be part of what's going on. So, so you could almost call it like being the anti-chain dentist, right? Adapting the mentality of, okay, um, I'm number one, I'm going to win. I'm not going to be a victim of this industry wide change, but I'm going to, I'm going to have a winning mentality and I'm going to market myself as the anti-chain dentist. In other words, everything we do is going to be based around not necessarily price, although price can certainly be part of it, but it shouldn't be the focus. It should be experience. It should be outcomes. In other words, how are you going to feel when you're done? How are you going to look with that beautiful brand new smile? How are you going to look with that missing tooth uh, that's replaced? You know, how are you going to feel? Are you going to be able to smile at cocktail parties again? Are you going to be proud to talk once again, smile and laugh and be confident when you chew? Um, I mean, really, that's really what, what we're selling in dentistry, right? Our outcomes. We're not selling price. We're not we're not here to sell a $39 exam or, you know, a $29 exam without any additional, you know, copy to back it up. Um, and by the way, I mean, for the record, I love low price introductory offers for dentistry, but that's not, but that's not the only thing our ads say. That is sort of our reward to a patient or a prospective patient for reading our ads. And our ads are usually heavy copy. They're long copy ads, which means there's a lot of words which means people that want what we're offering will read it because they want it. We don't care about the people that don't take time to read it. We just want people that read it and want what we have to offer. So um, without getting into a whole, you know, uh, separate monologue on, on writing copy for, for selling, but I mean, you know, you have to have something that di- that's different. When, when you look at our ads, so for example, I was checking out a doctor. I'm not going to remember where, where he's at. Uh, Dr. Bald. Um, uh, I don't remember what city he's in, but we ran an, uh, we were, we recently ran a freestanding insert for Dr. Bald. I mean, he crushed it. I don't know how many calls came through, um, but it was over 25 phone calls, I believe, um, for, you know, 10,000 pieces, uh, you know, freestanding insert, uh, 10,000 pieces, you know, printed and mailed for, you know, thousand bucks. And he had 25, 26, 27 phone calls or something like that. I mean, it's just, uh, that that right there is what happens when you declare your independence. You do something completely different than what everybody else is doing, and um, you show, basically you're showing up like no one else. You're kind of in what I call a category of one. Um, so, Kat, what about? I mean, are there some specific things? So you said, you know, get out and support your community. What kinds of things can doctors do to be out there and supporting their community? Specific. Uh, there can be you can you can do a, a, a myriad of things, um, but uh, and 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 I'll use your word of being omnipresent. Um, you know, giving and I don't mean so much giving of dollars as much as giving uh, support. Sure, you can give dollars, but uh, giving support, being a part of uh, local schools, um, uh, having relationships with uh, local media, radio, TV. So when they when they're needing to um, discuss a topic that has to do with dentistry, uh, they come to you. And all of a sudden now your face, your voice is in front of um, all of the people that they're um, reporting to because you're their expert. It's, it's again, it's about um, being separate, being different and um, being, being out there. Um, uh, community events, um, not just a part of, but you can host them. I mean, there's nothing wrong with hosting an event to, um, that uh, uh, invites new guests, um, patients' guests, um, you know, that word uh, transposes. 
um, not just new guests, but uh, um, all of your um, existing guests and patients and bring them in and give, show some appreciation so that uh, the world knows you are different. You, you, you said something I love, uh, existing patients or guests. Um, don't forget them. You know, that's one thing that we do that we really push hard for all of our members to do is recognize existing patients and all the ads that you run to generate new patients. You know, have, have some, just one line of copy is all you need. And just something like, if you're an existing patient, mention this ad and save $43 off your next appointment. Um, in other words, reward your patients that are out there seeing your ads, reward them for, you know, making a step, calling and, and uh, setting that next appointment that they've been delaying. We get reports back from doctors. Hey, you know, we had this many calls of new patients, but we also had two or three existing patients call and schedule their unscheduled treatment. So, you know, I mean, it's like, hey, two for one type deal. Um, you talked about um, um, local schools being the go-to expert for radio and TV. Um, Dr. Sean, Sean Tarpenning, my partner in the Wellness Springs Dental franchise, is a master at local media control. I mean, um, when the local media has a question about oral health care, they are calling him. And he has let them know, I'm always available to take your call. I will always call you. I will always call you back, and I will always be available for your call. Consequently, the guy's on TV and radio constantly. I mean, he, he is he has generated hundreds of patients just from being on the radio. In other words, he's omnipresent in his marketplace there in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So um, I think that's important. The, the nonprofit support and that kind of stuff. Um, last Friday, I was in my dental office um, having a conversation with a new employee and my office manager. And uh, a, a lady opened the door, came inside and um, come to find out it's the owner of the spa. That's like four doors down. And um, we were working on them with, we were working with them on a, I didn't even know about this, by the way, which is even better. Um, we're working with them on a joint venture to promote a little, um, you know, fair that they were having there in the parking lot that evening. And so, I mean, it's, it's stuff like that, Kevin, I mean, you know, you can't go to Aspen and get approval for, hey, do you want to be part of our health fair? Um, Aspen's probably not going to care. They don't, you know, they're not really interested. The employees are not really bought into supporting the mission of the practice, which is huge. So you're not going to get a lot of employee support. Um, and so, you know, those are, those are some big challenges uh, right there. It's hard to overcome a lot if your employees aren't behind you. Most chains, you're not going to find that type of support, though, those opportunities they won't take advantage of. And so you can immediately differentiate just by, just by being there, just by doing that. So um, what about, but what about internal stuff, Kevin? I mean, you know, we're talking about how to opt out. And if you go and you do all these things, you know, you, you start writing for the local newspaper for a column or you start, you know, writing a blog. Um, you know, you're, maybe you've written a book, which uh, we've got, you know, one of, our, one of our certified partners, Jerry Jones, direct certified partners, Nina Hirschberger, um, ghost writes books for dentists all the time, um, does a phenomenal job. So, um, you know, uh, what about internal stuff? I mean, you can do all these things, but unless you have, you know, some, you know, uh, what's happening inside your practices are the right things, you're going to really struggle. So any thoughts about internal business systems in these last couple minutes we've got? Absolutely. I, I, you touched on one thing that I think we need to make sure isn't missed is, is the, um, the employee buy-in and, it, and it's everybody, every, every person in the office, uh, in the practice has to has to have that winning mindset has to have the same buy-in and and believe in it and and create the experience and then once you're creating the experience the internal business systems that um, that are designed to um, to be good business I mean just 
uh, for lack of a good term, just escaping me, uh, good business, uh, quite frankly, um, good uh, having um, systems systems in place that uh, um, manage the business so that your overhead is um, in check. Um, and you're doing um, sure you can drive patients in, but what are you going to do with them? And not just clinically, but uh, are you managing the business side of your business? And yeah. uh, again, I, uh, alluding to my conversations with Dennis, um, yesterday morning I had a dentist who told me, um, uh, I'm a great clinician, but I am horrible at business help. Yeah. Just really, they need, to, they need to, docs need to spend some time getting educated in the business of dentistry. Um, I think that's really important. Just in this month's dental economics, there were a couple of great articles. One was um, by a consultant, well-known consultant on uh, upgrading your collection system. You know, basically his deal is you should be collecting 99%. I like 100% better, but I'll, you know, I might settle for 99. But I mean, you need to be collecting what you're producing after adjustments, right? Um, and, and the other part is. Thank you. Uh, we have 90 seconds left. I was just told, Kevin. Uh, the other part of that is you have to be, you know, you have to have a really strong um, recare system, and most don't. Most have a miserably poor operating recare system. So, fixing collections and recare are two things, tremendous opportunities in, in every practice that could all all take some work. So, a couple of last things, Kev. Um, selling against selling against the patient experience at chains. Uh, in your marketing, you really should focus on why you're different, how you're different. And make sure that that is coming through uh, on your Google reviews, uh, anywhere where you get reviews. But that's a really great way to delink from negative feedback that a lot of these big chains get. Um, last thing, sell at higher prices, higher profit. Um, I think every dentist is deserving of, a, uh, of, of uh, an adequately priced um, uh, procedure. And he's providing a great service. He's got a lot of risk. He's got a lot of overhead. So I like selling at higher prices and higher profit. It results in the ability of really to invest more in your personal time or personal time in each patient. You can use better materials, more employees that you can have to deliver a high touch experience and, and you can give your guests what they want or need. Kev, we've got literally 20 seconds left. What do you got? You got any last minutes uh, or last nope, seconds? That's it. We are golden. All right, sweet. Well, thank you for joining us on the Jerry Jones radio show and we will catch you next week at 11 a.m. Pacific. And that is 2 p.m. Eastern. And be sure to check us out online at jerryjonesdirect.com. See ya. McDonald's chicken isn't just any chicken. It's chicken worth crossing the road for. It's tender, it's juicy, and now it's just $2. That's right. Now you can order six pieces of classic chicken McNuggets made with all-white meat for just $2. And if you can't believe this amazing deal, add any size soft drink to your order for just a dollar more. Yep, your meal just got even better. Thanks to McDonald's one two three dollars menu. Price and participation may vary. A la carte only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.